This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being a part of the show. This is episode, well, this is a check-in episode, really. I'll just check in on a Friday. If you've never listened to this show before, what the fuck, check in, who, what, where? If you've never listened to this show, hi, welcome. This show's called Better Than Yesterday. It does what it says on the box. Hopefully, it's here to help you make today a little bit better than yesterday. Something that you hear on this show today will help you go, oh, you know what, actually, that, yes, and then- you know, tomorrow you'll be like, you know what, yesterday, uh, today's better than yesterday. That's it. That's all there is. That's all I'm doing. Um, I'm here twice a week. Mondays, I'm here with a guest. Fridays, I'm here with you. I've been doing this show since 2013, and I'm very, very grateful for everyone that has been listening for the whole time, because we've built quite a following. There's a a lot of listens, a lot of downloads, and just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. If you have been listening over the past few weeks, I've been doing uh, Friday episodes, I've been a bit of uh, dealing with the fuckets. I've been talking about uh, what happens when the fuckets arrive and you get go, ah, fuck it, and you do the thing that you kind of promised yourself or your wife or your husband or your kid or your mum or your dad or your boss that you wouldn't do and you just go, ah, fuck it, and you do it. Whether that be, I don't know, eat another donut, put a bet on a sports betting app, not go to the gym, pick up your phone when you could, you know, and turn on the TV so your kid's transfixed by big Ted, little Ted and you know, a banana in pajama or bluey and just scroll through your phone versus turning the TV off and actually engaging with your kid. Ah, fuck it. How to avoid the fuckets is kind of more, you know, I talked about the fuckets in the first one of these and the second episode about this was how to try and live your life so the fuckets never show up. And I guess this is another way that, uh, you know, I want to talk about how I also like, I try to live a life where I, I never get to the point and I know my brain never gets the chance to say, Oh, fuck it. Because that's a very powerful thing. If my brain decides to go, oh, fuck it, it's very hard for me to come back from that. 
And if I get to that point, it's very difficult for me to go, actually, no, I shouldn't be doing that. It kind of ends up happening. So I wanted to talk about something called If This Then That. It's the name of a program on my phone, but it's a thing I really like to do, If This Then That, uh, as a way of kind of putting a little subroutine in your brain that you do anyway and, uh, you know, just kind of using that as a, as a way to, to help you do things that you would rather do that push you in a more positive direction or direction you'd rather go than the same old habits that you've been doing. Uh, before I talk about that, I'd like to say thank you very much for everybody that did email through the week. It's always wonderful to get your emails, even the people that emailed me about talking too much about emails. <laughs> um, thanks, man. I, I appreciate you for writing in, but you've got to understand that every episode is someone's first episode. So every time I do the show, I do need to talk about all the housekeeping stuff. You go right ahead. You go and hit that fast forward button on your little podcast app. I will not be upset if you want to just skip through the bits where I talk about that you can email me, send off your email at gmail.com. It's fine. Uh, I won't be upset. A big thanks to Rochelle, who's listening from Abu Dhabi. And it's just fantastic. It's fantastic to see the pictures of where she's listening to the show. Looks like a bit of a, a morning walk in Abu Dhabi, uh, which is where... Rochelle is living, and it's uh, it's fantastic. Thank you so much for listening. She was talking about listening to the Lane Beachley episode. I really appreciate you listening, Rochelle. Thank you very, very much. I do love to see where you're listening to the show. That always makes my day. Uh, just take a photo of what you're looking at right now and, and send it through to me. Thanks very much to, uh, let's call this person B. B, who's, uh, I listen to your podcast, driving to work every day, uh, but it's a boring view. But because of your podcast, I've started working out every day to try and get my head in check this morning's a lovely one while I can't breathe. So there's a picture and it's fantastic of kind of like the elasticized exercise bands wrapped around the railing of the uh, the balcony. And, you know, B's clearly been doing some, some rows or some presses or something like that. But hell yeah, get in there, get after it. Who knew working on your body also makes your brain feel better? So, hey, thank you so much for emailing. I really appreciate it. I'd love to see where you're listening to the show. Send us your email at gmail.com. That's where you can find me. So I want to talk about dealing with the fuckets and, and another way that I like to use to prevent the fuckets from ever arriving. But hang on, let me just have a quick swig of some Waragamba special. Mmm. Oh, that's a filter that needs to get changed. <laughs> mm. Oh, you can taste the pipes. Mm, mm, mm. Incredible. I don't have to go to a stream to get water. And we have plumbed clean water straight to our home. What a time to be alive. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Anyway, so I wanted to talk about how to not ever let the fuckets show up. Now, the fuckets tend to show up when you're in a point of indecisiveness. And if you are at this point of indecisiveness, the brain doesn't like to be indecisive. So if you're at a point of indecisiveness, the urge to do something that is perhaps habitual and negative, by negative I mean something you would rather not do, uh, whether that be eat something you don't want to eat, have sex with someone you don't have sex with, gamble, shop, not connect with a kid. The urge to do that because it kind of sits underneath our decision-making process, it bumps up uh, when we go, oh, what do I do now? This thing goes, oh, I know what to do. And it can be impossible to say no to. And in my experience, it can be impossible to say no to. So I like to have kind of if this, then that thinking put in. Or it's also known as if then thinking. It's a, it's a really, really great technique. Now, you did this when you learned to drive, all right? So it's really simple. If you've ever learned to drive a car or particularly a manual car, you remember your first couple of lessons, if the engine starts to rev really loud and the whole thing's shaking and it's not going any faster and the driving instructor or your mum or dad's going, change gears, then you know, oh, okay, left foot pushes the clutch in, left hand, if you're in Australia, left hand changes the gear, left foot brings the clutch back out, right foot slowly puts pressure back on the accelerator and away we go. So it's really simple if then. So it's an if I have this trigger of the engine revving and the car not really responding anymore, then I do this set of actions with my, you know, my limbs and that's what I do every time. And so to the point where now if you drive a manual car or say if you want to turn a corner, even simpler if you drive an automatic, if you want to turn a corner, then you put an indicator on. You do this manual action, all right, with your hand, uh, depending on what kind of car you drive, to your left hand or your right hand. So it's already in there. And so your brain goes, oh, I'm coming to a corner, an indicator needs to happen. You don't have to think about it to the point where you can have a conversation with someone, you can be listening to this podcast, and your brain goes, oh, oh, there's an if-then here. If I come to a corner, then I put an indicator on. And these are very much subconscious, and I use driving because it's something that we can do quite automatically while we listen to a podcast, while we have a conversation, while we say, you kids be quieter, I'll turn this car. You know, there's things that we do that are very complicated when we're driving, but because we have all these if-then subroutines in our brains, we can do it quite easily. And you can use that part of your brain to help you. And it's really quite simple. So one of the ones that I had to come up with, and it was when I was writing my book, I found it very difficult to, I'd be very concentrated on, you know, I'm writing a book about something that happened in 1993 and my brain's, you know, 25 years ago trying to think about something and I'm very emotionally invested on it. I'm in the moment, I'm trying to write. And then Audrey would come in and say something along the lines of, such and such as birthday is a thing. I was thinking this might be a good present for her. And I would just look at her and go, and I'd just be like, it take me like a couple of minutes to go, what? So I had to go and, you know, then the thing would kick off because I wasn't able to engage. And so I'm like, as simple as if Audrey walks into the room, then I shut the laptop. I turn around and I look at her. And that helped me go rather than, oh, I'll listen to her while I'm still typing. I was like, nah, that, I can't do that. My brain can't do it. So Audrey walks into the room. I shut the laptop. I look at her. If, then. You can use it for, say, for example, you want to improve your eating. And this is where the fuckets can really kick in. So if I get hungry and I've already had a snack, then I'll drink some water or then I'll do 10 squats or then I'll do something else. So they've got this if then. So rather than going, if I get hungry, fuck it, I'll have a donut. If I'm hungry, actually, I've already had a snack. I know what to do. It's 10 squats or it's some push-ups, or it's a drink of water or it's go water the plants or it's 
empty the dishwasher or, you know, then I'll do 10 minutes of cleaning or something, something to take your mind off, off the hunger. So when that thing does show up, you're like, oh, I know what to do here. And, you know, or if I wake up at 11 p.m. or if I'm trying to go to bed and it's still 11 p.m. and I want to make a sandwich, then I'll put the kettle on some non-caffeinated tip, like a chamomile or something, and I'll sit there and I'll, and I'll drink it and I'll think about it. So you've got this if, then, you know what you're going to do. And you, this opportunity is, is you're able to make the decision in a cold state. You don't have to make the decision about what you want to do around this wanting behavior when you want it. You're like, actually, I don't want it now, so I can think about it rationally. And it's very important rather than in a hot state. All right, so if, then. So for example, around my phone, you can also make it when, then. So when I wake up, all right, so if I wake up, I like to think I'm going to always wake up in the morning until one day I don't. So when I wake up, then, this is what I do every day, when I wake up, then I kiss my wife, go to the bathroom, make a cup of coffee, I do my morning writing, then I touch my phone. All right, so... That way, it's not like, oh, I'll pick up my phone and see who's texted overnight from overseas or, you know, hit refresh and see what news articles are coming in. No, I know all the things I do and then I touch my phone. And it's really because it takes the impulse out of my decision-making process. Oh, I know what I'm going to do here. It might come to a place of like you want to exercise more. So that's a, a pretty good one. And that's like if it's 7 a.m. on Monday, say you want to work out three times a week, if it's 7 a.m. on Monday, then I'm starting my walk to work. So for example, you would normally take a bus to work or work or drive. You're like, well, actually no, my training can be the hour that it will take to walk to work. So if it's 7am, then I'm going to walk to work and you do it three times a week. Or then if it's 7am, then I'm on the way to gym. Or if it's, you know, Wednesday, it's seven o'clock in the morning, then I'm doing a YouTube, you know, body weight class or, you know, some sort of online thing in front of the TV and that's it. So you've taken the I'll explain how this works in a second, but you've taken the decision-making part out of it. It's like, oh no, it's going to be 7 a.m. in the morning. Then I'm going to have, I'll get everything ready because that's what I'm going to do. I might come to money, spending too much money. So one I like to do, and you may want to choose this one. If I'm scrolling through things on Amazon or eBay or some, you know, audio gear website, then I'll just screenshot what I want and save it to a, a folder that I'll go and look at later and decide if I actually need to buy it. So I have that feeling of my phone goes, when it takes a screenshot, it adds a little vibrate in my hand and I get this feeling of, there it is. Now, I'm, I'm thinking about that. So rather than, oh, I have to buy this because I've just seen it, I, I screenshot it. So if I look at something online, if an ad pops up and I go, ooh, look at that, it's a face mask with LED lights, then I screenshot it and I save it for later rather than going, oh, I have to buy it now. Uh, and that's something that I've found really useful. Also, with, with shopping was a problem for me, so I had to put in, a, uh, if I go to the shops, when someone asks me, can I help you? I'll say, I'm just looking. So then I'd say, I'm just looking every time uh, when I'm browsing through the clothes or the pot plants or the video games or the music or whatever. You can do it around relationships, particularly if you're trying to keep boundaries. If my ex texts, then I delete it. That's it. Super simple. <laughs> <laughs> don't respond. Don't even let them see you read it. If I see my text, ex texts, then I delete it. And it's what's really interesting is it takes the processing out. It's the momentary decision making that I was talking about earlier. Because now, you know, what's your brain come to a corner? You've got a decision left or right, but you go, you know, it's okay. I've already got the indicator on. Didn't even have to think about it. You know what you're going to do. Now, what's really important here? Pick what it is. Start with one. Just one. What is it? What's one? Okay. If I 
And it could be even as like if I'm, I don't know, if I'm feeling anxious, then I take a breath and explore in my body where it is. And that's just a, a trick to start to be mindful rather than letting the anxiety overcome you a little bit. It's a really powerful thing. It can be really, and it's just something they teach in drug and alcohol education all the time, is you run through it with your kids. If someone offers you alcohol or if someone offers you drugs, then what are you going to say? And you run through it with them. And I know it's, you know, yes, this is true, but you've got to do it. Because then when they do get in that situation, you know, they've got something in their head. They've got words in their head. They've got a response already there rather than having to improvise in the moment. Like, oh, my God, I'm standing in this room at a house party and, you know, there's people doing drugs in front of me. The brain goes, oh, it's fine. I know what to do here. And before they've had had the chance to go, well, in fact, I've always wondered what cocaine smells like. They said, no, thanks. I just came here to dance. And that's it. Because the line's already there. <laughs> Pun. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but it was a goodie. Uh, the response is already there in their heads. And that's really important. It's really, really important. Now, it works. You, your brain's very, very clever about – your brain loves contingencies. That's how we got where we are in the world. All right, your brain loves contingencies. If a plate falls off the table, I will catch it, all right? So that's a contingency plan. If a car comes at me on the other side of the road, I'll swerve, all right? I know what to do. I've been taught how to do this. If someone sneezes, I say, bless you, all right? Your brain loves contingencies. What do I do if this thing happens? Your brain loves to feel that sense of, ah, I know what to do. The second thing that happens, which is also really good, is your brain, once it has that contingency, it starts to scan the environment without you even having to think about it. For example, I'm coming to a corner, the brain scanning, oh, I know what to do here, indicator, or, oh, change gears, right? The brain starts to scan the environment for opportunities to run this if-then program that you've put into your head. Oh, a sneeze. Bless you. Ah. So think about it when you learn, if you've ever learned another language, when you learn how to say bless you in another language, you get to go, um, oh, right, I know it's, I know the word here. And your brain goes, hey, we get a chance to do the thing we've learned how to do. So similarly, your brain loves that and it starts to scan the environment. And so what actually happens is it's automatic and you don't have to think about it. Now, where this is really helpful is because then it's automatic. And before your brain's even had the chance to go, ah, oh, fuck it, because it's too hard to decide not to have another Tim Tam. You, you've, you've gone past that. That's all the way back down the road because you've already in the, on the other side of it going, oh, it's okay. I've, if I get hungry and I've already had a snack, then I'm going to go water the plants. And you're watering the plants before your brain's gone, oh, you know, I really should have Tim Tams in the fridge. You eat the fridge, Tim Tam. If there's two in there, mm, Tim Tam Slam. It's going to be pretty good. Another really good one if it works for you. It didn't for me, but it might work for you. If it's a weeknight and I'm at home, then I don't drink. If I'm home by myself or if alcohol's involved, if I'm alone, I never drink. So, for example, I was well gone by the time I tried that one. But that's one that might work. If I'm alone, I don't drink. And that can be helpful. You know, so you're putting an if-then in in a cold state so that when you're in the hot state, when you're in the thing with the opportunity in front of you to have the Tim Tam, to not go to gym, to not engage with your kid, to do drugs, have sex with someone you don't want to or shouldn't or would rather not, even though it's pleasurable in the moment, and afterwards you're like, eh, um, you know what to do and your brain knows what to do. So, yeah, that'll hopefully help you keep the fuckets at bay for another day. I hope that's helpful for you. Just start with one. Start with one and let me know what it is. If then, what are you going to do? Send us your email at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Monday's episode is... Uh, 
It's a goodie. Katan Joshi's on the show. If you're listening to this in Australia, you have just experienced another fuck off heat wave. And um, what's interesting is that those heat waves are getting more intense and they're getting closer together. And um, when you look at the future and you look at what's coming and you look at the modeling of this is exactly what's happening, you're like, well, what the fuck do we do? If then, we're going to talk to Katan about that because, um, yes, it is already quite scary. And yes, it is intense, but yes, the then part of this conversation is we have a lot of thens that we can do. We don't have to wait for someone to invent the then. The thens have already been invented and all we have to do is do them. And Katan's going to talk a lot about that and I can't wait to have him on the show. So thanks very much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. Until we speak on Monday, sleep well, dream of beautiful things. 